Hola people tune into another amazing episode of the podcast The Growth Code This is me Apurvi and this is me Shachi We are here to talk with the young dynamic entrepreneur Vanshika Goenka who's going to share incredible insights from her journey with her startup Cool Kanya Cool Kanya is a new ambition destination for women a community for women that builds each other through career advice and navigating life's challenges so let's get started okay so uh, how did it all began what were the core values essential to the formation of cool kanya so um, i think the first uh, cool kanya has the ethos of cool kanya which is to help women and create a career that they love has always been very close to my heart Uh, while growing up, uh, I've been born and brought up in a Marwari family. While my personal family has not been conservative, there have been many instances where my father has been asked questions like, you know, "Tumhare do hi betiya hai, aage jaake kam kahan karega? Ya business kahan samhanega?" Right? And uh, you know, even as a five or six year old, hearing those stories over time was just like, "Why are people saying this?" Right? So um, I'm like, usi time I had decided, you know, I'm going to do something that you know I want to do something for women, and I want to show that why is it that women can't work, and why is it that women are not at the equal footing as men. Um, and then um, right after graduating, I started working with a sanitary pad company where we were looking at reinventing the sanitary pad, right? Looking at making it more eco-friendly. And I remember sitting in that room, and there were only men. and i was the only woman and i was like how why are there only men is like you know product development experts etc when they don't even wear a sanitary pad right so where are the women in the room why aren't there enough women in the room and that's really what got me um, started on this journey as to why do women leave the workforce and how can we prevent them from leaving the workforce how can we help them create a career that they actually love and that's really where the idea of cool kanya came about um now coming to the values and ethos uh, of cool kanya one is obviously trust and transparency the second is empathy um the third uh, very important value to me personally is um feeling forward uh being able to actually move ahead it's okay to fail uh, as long as you learn in the process so that's why i call it feeling forward uh, and the fourth important value of cool kanya is um caring right we have to care about each other and we have to care about our users so user centricity and being caring four pillars stated by you are definitely essential in the formation of any startup i would say moving further what has been your mantra of career building um i think to begin cool kanya i don't know if i had something unique i think what i had unique was just the aspiration and desire that i want to do something for women um in a way that it's not an ngo but i really wanted to help them create a career whatever they do i wanted to make sure that they are financially independent right whether they become a photographer whether they become a content writer or whether they become a dancer anything right how do you make sure that they can not only start their career but also grow and earn and monetize it right i think no career today is sustainable if you are not monetizing it um so that was one part of it so now the ethos and the mantra of cool kanya is we want to help you create a career that you love right and now that's what i've been going on about we want to help you raise your power right uh, the fundamental belief is that the power already resides within you we just want to help you and you know basically up, up, uh, uplift that power right take that power that you already have within to the next level so uh, that's what really cool kanya is about 
ओके थैंक यू सो मच वंशिका सो मूविंग अहेड व्हाट डू यू थिंक कैन बी द आइडियल वर्क लाइफ बैलेंस स्ट्रेटजी फॉर यू फॉर मी या Okay um so when i started out i was very clear ki saturday sunday ko i don't want to work all of that but you know i don't think that is work life balance uh, over time i've come to realize realize work life balance is more than allotting time it's also mentally right you can maybe work 9 to 5 but if you're th- thinking about work post 5 that's not work life balance right work life balance comes in when you're like okay i want to i want to work when i work i want to focus on work but when i'm taking a break from work no screen time right so even whether that's for that one hour or 45 minutes giving making sure that you do that justice in that 45 minutes of taking a break right that that for me is work life balance another thing of work life balance is also focusing on my hobbies like i love dancing and that's something i'm coming back to even more and more now um and that helps me be more creative like you won't believe it like just dancing to music or just jumping sometimes right is so relieving you're just like wow okay like i now i i can go back to work right so that work life balance for me is that okay so dancing also we got another characteristic out of you that was dancing that's really great so uh, now with work from home and over consuming screen times do you think it has become even more essential for the corporate world to focus the quality of human resources at workplace um so screen time has definitely gone up right because of covid especially earlier there was home and work now it's home and work right um and or home work in home really um i think to enhance the quality of life you really have to make sure that the boundaries are still established whether that is personally or whether that is your corporate person so even for me i have to ask that you know i'm sorry i'm disturbing you i because right, like it's like okay whether you're working at 2 pm during a work day or 2 pm Uh, or like 10 p.m. during the same day, it's the same thing because I'm not seeing you, right? So that boundary mentally is not there anymore because of work, work life, work because work becoming coming at home since you're working from home. So I think the boundaries is to be established by the individual themselves, telling their their person that they work for that you know, please don't contact me after this. I will have to take care of my child, or I want to spend time with my child. And a lot of people in Kolkata do that. That you know, I, I I'm sorry, I'm like I have this, I can't attend the call, or I can't do this. and i think for me also it's like okay you can't do that it's fine but make sure it's done the next day at this time right so the priority for any corporate at the end of the day is to get it get the work done right whether they do it today at 10 pm or whether they wake up and do it, it doesn't matter as long as they do it when they have time and when they want to do it and when they are feeling like they can do it so yeah okay thank you vanshika uh, so moving further I mean, right now we are living in pandemic, and there are no certainties about the future. There can be a second wave, there can be a third wave, or maybe there 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 may be no wave. So the workspace for women has been gravely affected by the sum. So, what are your viewpoints on the same? Definitely, I think work for women has been definitely more affected. Uh, a lot of people, especially I think because of mental health reasons, right? Because we all know women pick up more of the. Uh, the baggage of like taking care of the house taking care of the child all of that falls more to women than men we all know that um but i think during pandemic when you have a call when your child is sitting next to you studying making sure you know there is no like school ki school bhej diya it's hey school hai hey kaam karna hai hey sab kar kuch karna hai right so 
um, when the boundaries are so blurred, then it becomes an issue, right? Then a lot of women I know who've gone from working ten-hour days to now fifteen-hour, twenty, eighteen-hour days also, right? Because ghar ka safai, all of that. Um, and a lot of women actually have come into Cool uh, Kanya. We have this uh, meetup which we have every month where women just come and talk about what's going on. And a lot of them have spoken about how they're feeling burnt out, how they're feeling helpless, how they're feeling like there's no end in sight, right? So definitely it has affected women more. Right, Manchika, right. Definitely I agree with you on that point. So uh, moving ahead, in addition to that, uh, women still continue to face discrimination and exploitation in some or the other way, especially when it comes to things like pay scale. I mean, there is still difference in the 21st century also between men and women according to their pay scale so how do you encounter things like these and what is your say on these things so i think there is a differentiation between that but it's also what we've also come to realize it's also because women have a lower self-confidence now i'll explain to you one example right if you feel there's a job description that's out there and you feel like okay i meet 70 percent of the criteria Normally, women shy away. Ki, oh, I haven't met 100%. Which is, I'm not fitting all the requirements. I won't apply. But a man, if he meets 60 or 50 to 60%, he's like, chalo kar dete hai. Right? That's, a con- that's conditioning. That's social conditioning that's been happening over time. Right? So the man would probably apply and probably get the job. But the woman has not even applied whether she might be better or worse. Right? She's just given away that opportunity. So a lot of times, women, um, it's also a function of that. Right, rather than just uh, not being paid equally. Definitely in terms of pay, that uh, that disparity does exist. But I also feel like people are becoming a lot more aware of it. And that is being bridged. Yeah, yeah. moving further. So uh, women in Indian society face a lot of pressure, you know, in terms of getting married and getting settled down. So what do you have to say on this? And have you also felt something like this? No, actually, I luckily touched what I didn't uh, face that pressure from my parents, though I am engaged, but that was a choice. Um, and uh, women do fe- face that pressure, but it depends. Um, I think a lot of girls are also taking a stance on it, right? Apurvi, a lot more people are getting married a lot later than they ever have in Indian societal history, right? So that has been pushed a lot ahead. So. Um, I think that is changing for sure. As women start working, as women start becoming more educated, that that they will start getting married later, right? So or they'll start getting married when they feel ready. I don't think age should be like, you know, we should not judge age for being ready or not ready. If the person wants to, they should, right? It's the free will that comes into play. If they feel like they're ready and they want to settle down, why not? That we shouldn't judge if whether they are getting married at the age of 25 or whether they're getting married at the age of 40. It's their journey. It's what they want to do. And when they feel ready, they should do it. Okay. Highly appreciating, Manchika, your intake on this point. Because it is some. It is something like that it's very, really important for people to have a say on this point. Because marriage is something which is a very crucial domain. Yeah, education definitely plays a major role. And somewhere it also acts as a backbone in taking decisions, especially like these arenas, you know. So now my co-host Shachi would be taking over. Going back to like, you know, circling back to the point of financial independence. It's like very centric to an individual's independence. Ki financial planning should But right now we see that in Indian society a lot. Like even at my house, it is there to a certain extent that the male member of the family 
generally has all the finances into the into place so it's like basically cool kanya focuses on guidance and opportunities so what are your future goals to help provide and increase financial literacy among women so i think one thing that's a very valid point rashi a lot of our independence and a lot of our self worth actually comes when we're financially independent because somewhere we know that we can take care of ourselves right um i think for cool kanya uh, what we've started doing is we've launched power pass which is a premium uh, a premium version of the community where users come in for a year they pay rupees 1999 1999 like basically 2000 rupees and they get access monthly to content and they connect with experts they also get jobs in this uh, throughout the year right um so it's rupees 166 for the month uh in this they get modules to learn from they connect with experts uh within for fields so for example content writing they learn digital marketing and that they learn seo and that they'll connect with experts in that field and at the end of every month they'll have a, they'll attend a boot camp right there's a 3 day immersive boot camp from people who've done it before right those are the best people who can give you advice who've tread that same path as you no one else can give you that advice your parents can't if you're trying to do a different career path right so that's what the month looks like and what we also do in that is we also uh, there are also jobs that come exclusively for power pass members so you know they can apply for the job and become financially independent so those are things that we're currently doing in the short term uh, but in the long term i definitely want to do um, a lot more uh, with personal finance right that's something we've not dived dove into like how do you do investments uh savings things like that because i think that's also very important those are topics we will dive into um in the next couple of months yeah the power pass membership providing guidance by mentors already in the field sounds really incredible but at the same time i agree with your second point as well because a lot of times we've seen that women are independent financially independent earning on their own successful in what they're doing but at the same time they still don't take charge of their own finances they generally give it to the male members of the family to handle moving on it's like women today are you know breaking the glass ceilings achieving great heights you yourself are such an amazing example to us so what do you have to say to you know the young budding and entrepreneurs who want to create something as impactful as you have done with cool kanya i think the first thing i would want to say to them is amazing that you want to do that i think the first step is starting right um even when i look back at my journey i wish i had done so many things differently and at the same time i'm so grateful that i did right i learned from each mistake and i'm also making mistakes even now there's so many things i'm still like today i was like okay i don't know how to do this iska kya karna hai uska kya karna hai? and then these question marks will always be there you'll never have all the answers and that's okay you'll never know everything right what you need to be okay with is taking the first step The second thing I will tell you is that you can read as many books. I read a lot. I love reading. I listen to a lot of podcasts. You know, I listen to. I follow a lot of people. But your journey will never mirror theirs, right? So don't try to ape anyone. Don't try to be like anyone. You know what you want to do and be true to what you want to do and why you want to do it, right? Ah, uh, so whether however much that person has done or however you can learn from them, but don't try to copy them. don't try to do the same thing right uh that's the second thing i would say and the third thing i would say is failing 
right don't look at failure negatively all my life i've looked at failure negatively and that's one lesson i've learned is failing is great right you're doing the same thing failing does not is not negative failing means you tried failing means you challenged yourself right failing means you moved ahead right whether it's in whatever direction you've learned something now you know i don't want to do this now i'll do it this way right and i think failing is not only about the results you achieve it's also the mental growth you accomplish in the process right so stop let's stop looking at feeling negatively that's another thing and one more thing i would say is um don't chase perfection right uh, especially if it's a digital product chasing uh, perfection is fail- like you're setting yourself up for disaster or never going to the market and that's something i did i wish if i had taken a taken just an mvp or a minimum viable product and gone to market i would have probably launched cool kanya a lot faster uh, there's so many issues still in our product today like hundreds of issues i could point out right but that's when i launched that progress over perfection itna kar liya hai let's push it to market let's see how the user reacts otherwise you don't get feedback you're working in a black box right so let's push things to the market let's see how it goes and then work on it right that does not mean also that you don't work on it but it also doesn't mean that you sit on the fence saying nahi mujhe perfect karna hai mujhe a plus chahiye mujhe sirf you know i need to make sure everything looks amazing that's not life that's not your product push it perfection is an illusion learn from what you push out and make that work and progress from there yeah those are a couple of things i would say very well said like you know if you chase perfection it's like you don't get anything done first yeah. and foremost no risk and so we've also noticed that in the entrepreneurial scenario there are a very uh, few women or people from other gender except male uh, so being an entrepreneur yourself how do you feel we can make uh, inclusive entrepreneurial spaces for everyone to thrive inclusive entrepreneurial spaces is i think listening i think the first step is listening right listening to what is going on with your team uh treating them as equals i think um and empathizing right trying to put yourself in their shoes um and that's not always easy right because as a leader at least what i've noticed is people don't do the same thing with you but because you have chosen this path and you are leading it's important for you to do that right understand where they are coming from understand you know if they are behaving in a certain way why they are behaving in a certain way what's bothering them right putting yourself in their shoes is one thing and then you react it better and actually maybe change the way you you know your you know your policies change the way how things are working in the workspace um so i think th- those are the two things i would say listening and being more empathetic definitely you know even more so now in corporate spaces it's like as you said they're finally listening and you know introducing menstrual leaves and paternity leaves so that's a great step and you know moving further uh, being an all girls college we understand the power and warmth of a women only community or a community driven towards women's interests and although you said that you don't come from a conservative family there might have been a few skeptics to the women only community emphasis of cool kanya so how did you deal with them um the first, the way i dealt with them there were a lot of skeptics right i think uh, when i started and my my father only was like ise paisa kaise kamaoge ise kya hota hai ye to ngo hai um but i think uh that's when i realized right like 
and i'm a people pleaser which is something i need to work on right that's not my strongest fault but i i realize it's one of my weaknesses where that you know i need to be more confident in myself that if i've said i want to do this i will try my best right i will give it what it takes so tomorrow i don't have any regrets right so that's the reason i was like you know jo bhi ho jaye i'll do it right uh, i told my father also is like dad you might have a valid point but give me 6 months right as an entrepreneur it's also very important to have a finish line right otherwise you can keep going and keep burning money also you need to say okay i'm going to give this 6 months let's see where i can take this in 6 months and if you've seen progress in those 6 months then you continue but in those 6 months you need to work very hard to prove what you're trying to do and trying to build definitely work you know more than the 9 to 5 yeah so lastly like what do you think or what is the aim of cool kanya what does cool kanya have to offer to the upcoming generation of women um cool kanya is a community that helps you create a career that you love right we do that right from blogs right from how do i start my career to how do i grow in my career how do i negotiate my salary to how do i get a job to how do i quit my job to find another job how do i you know the whole journey of when you are starting out when you're confused when you are looking for mentorship we are there to hold your hand right we also have a community where women can connect with one another um connect with experts um gain career advice and we've recently launched power pass which i was telling you guys about which is a premium community where uh, women basically can monetize their potential in short where they get access to learning material they get access to boot camps they get access to master classes and they get access to jobs right um the main goal of cool kanya is to help you create a career that you are passionate about whether that is blogging whether you want to become a youtuber whether you want to become a social influencer social media influencer whether you want to become a digital marketer whether you want to do become a tarot card reader also right like whatever it is right we want to help you monetize that potential and we want to help you stand on your own two feet very beautifully and concisely put so this was the last question and we come to the end of the podcast now but i need to say that you know all of what you said of you know being fearless and say not listening to the skeptics setting up timelines not striving for perfection always action first all of that was really helpful and more than anything else i can say that for all of us that we look up to you and it's like it was really an honor to talk to you thank you guys it was lovely talking to you all wish you all the very best and please stay in touch if you need any Thank you very much ma'am. With this we come to a conclusion of the episode. We are sure that this insightful conversation left you with a lot to take back. Be it overcoming a fear of rejection, taking action, being confident or simply embracing your strengths. Stay tuned for the next episode of the Isel MX podcast The Growth Coach.